You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV, Boardwalk Empire Edition, Season 4, Episode 11, title, Hover to Grace. I'm your host, Kevin Undergaro, sitting across from me, the lovely and the talented. Who first? I, I don't know. I feel like well, I'm who's really lovely and who's talented? the next to me. I, 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 I'm going to take the, the lovely and you'll I'm be the talented. I'm giving you both lovely and talented. Oh, Bethany. I didn't know we had Bethany Jaber. Bethany Jaber is lovely. And, and then, talented. And talented is Sarah, Sarah Stratton. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll both take lovely it. and talented. Thank you. Um, you know, we had Ebony tonight. And Ebony, you know, is a very successful uh, broadcast legal analyst, but also an attorney. So she was called in the middle of this and rushed out. So uh, very sorry to our fans because this is a really, really hard show to do. Without Ebony. Without mm-hmm. Ebony. And without you know, any is. of you guys, or, you know, it's just, it's tough. You just need a lot of brains involved, especially when you do it like we do. We watch and we go up minutes afterwards. It's really hard. But, uh, and, and of course, it's, uh, I just hope uh, Ebony's able to handle her business. Yeah. Her, her biz, and tonight was kind yes. of a confusing, weird, strange episode. For me, it finally clicked at the very end because I, I, I know I was, I'm so excited <laughs> that like thank God because you're like it all made sense to you. Yeah. It wasn't so much that it didn't make sense to me. Um, it was it was slow moving and just a little slow for not slow boring. It just this is just it just how it was. We're, we're contrast laying, for next week. Yeah, no, we're laying a lot of pipes so we can it, it, they can go out with a bang. Oh, yeah, for I their was season finale. I mean, I don't know if I should already if I should just no. like kind of attack the theme. Let, let, let's start. Thinking. Let's take it topic to topic because okay. we got to see the payoff of Jillian and Roy, and that was something. I was, you know, all of our fans. You guys have continually said. A lot of you have said this is for Roger's death, and that is how Roy is involved. I. Uh, y- in the recent weeks, I was thinking, you know, maybe this guy was after the Commodore's fortune, and maybe that's why he wanted the little boy back, because the money was tied to the little boy. I don't know. I was just guessing. Clearly, I was wrong. Well, I mean, I think it was. it's very interesting for the show in general to have put all these doubts in the fans and the people and give these hints, but that no one was really getting it spot on. Like, there was no obvious, like, there wasn't a real, if, um... What's his name? Had it come in and said the line, he owed this to Lewis. I think it still would have been up in the air as to why. Yes. Oh, well, how they would, how they would uh, see her as the person that did exactly. this to Roger. And I, I like that it was her finally admitting specifically killing Roger. But I really think that they were looking for anything to incriminate her. I don't think it was focused on that one incident. I think if she had admitted to any serious crime. 
That's all that they were really trying to get her for. Because we've seen her be, be very vulnerable with him. Um, and I mean, they could have just killed her with heroin. But, I mean, you know, I know that's not how they roll. But that old secret society, if we remember from the earlier seasons of the Comoros group, they're just not a, very, not a group of very nice people. True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I I agree because their their like ethics and morals for justice seem to be okay with letting somebody die or offing them. And so, yeah, why, but yeah. now, why are they seeking justice justice of a a um, unless unless and again okay. unless the accountant you know didn't play that game and he he we haven't had an indication that he was dirty in that respect. I'm mm-hmm. um, not not dirty. I mean, he can obviously play dirty, but not. Um, I don't know, as violent, not as ruthless in that way. You know, I, I buy that he would go the white. I guess I'd buy he'd go the white collar route. What would, do? Do either of you remember the actual title of the of what Roy was? What like, he supposedly was with the Piggly Wiggly, but but you mean what we no, found out? Pinkerton Pinkerton Detective Agency. Okay, Detective Agency. It was a private detective private detective firm, um, hired by Lewis. But what? So so but but does Lewis? It's interesting. Or no, um, I don't think his name is Lewis. Is it? I thought it was. Ford. I mean, excuse me, Lewis is the Commodore. Yeah. Um, We're talking about the guy who's been on Jillian, supposedly on Jillian's fight for this custody battle. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my names here? Sorry, guys. Oh, I'm having. Oh, Leander. Yes, Leander. Yeah, that's correct. From The Sopranos, if you guys remember, mm-hmm. he was a. Yes, anyway, mm-hmm. um, but it would also make sense, probably, because as an attorney or executive of the state. You know, I wonder if there's any money he gets out of this now that I mean, she's away to jail. Or does that money go to the the little boy? I'm not sure where this money is going. I, th- I think it would follow the heir, which would be the boy, the boy who's now in like these good hands. Um, but I had I the interesting part of that to me, not only that they didn't go this dirty route, maybe it's because she's a woman. They didn't feel like killing her was a thing, but they, they also used the detective agency for her and the police for means and means listed off all of his enemies and all of the th- people he thought were, were going to be in charge of people in government people in these states of power the people who actually took action today took people into custody were your standard all right, so police let, and detectives but, and i'm glad because i don't even have that on the board so we'll talk about means mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. this but i want to talk more about jillian because it was interesting she made her peace she actually uh, pr- showed unconditional love for for the boy mm-hmm. by saying, "You know what? You're married now." And I thought the old Jillian was gonna step into Richard's face and say to him, "Who would love you? You ugly blah blah." blah. I thought mm-hmm. that was coming, and she didn't. She was like, "Okay, you know what? You're married. Oh, okay. I see this. You do love him like a, like a father, and he'll have a nice life." And I'm giving him the the dad's. Uh, dog tags from the military and it just surprised me because you know it was interesting when she saw richard too how at first she was like don't kill me because she knew she had it coming yeah from him from everything she had done to him um but she arced like she arced to such a good place she arced to a good place on an individual character level but this to me was this was my aha moment at the end of this episode but should you be giving that away now but she has it do you want me to tie her back in later because it, what no, this ahead. show go, does go, go. is it ties it ties one theme into multiple characters. Oh, That's what we get to see. And so for Jillian, and and they tie it into music and they tie it into everything. The really the whole thing of this episode was about giving up. 
and certain characters giving up for the greater good mm-hmm. or certain characters being forced to give up. And even the, like when really, really, I was thinking this in my head. I was like, oh, so many people gave up today. And the very last line yes. of the song is giving up. And that's why I had this big aha moment and because it was just confirmed. Everybody was. Everybody wants out. Exactly. So for different Jillian, reasons, as you said, Jillian, that scene had three people, like three things being given up. She gave up the dog tag. She gave up that connection to her son, which you know she still has this need for. You can see it right. in how she picks up the tiny toy soldier. The fact that it's a soldier and her, mm-hmm. that was her son. And then she gives up the dog tags. And that Richard lets his guard down and gives in to her. Lets yeah. her give the... Yes. Right. Yeah. And then... And then and her then, walking away to the children's laughter and putting it aside and doing this for the greater good of the child, that was there. I'm going to, yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to jump on that it could be, because the very last shot we see of her, and you, you said mm-hmm. it happened in threes for her, it was, um, she was being tossed between three men. As, oh, the la- we, uh, yeah, I was saving the last shot. Sorry, so just so wait sorry. for that. Okay, Let's just, get there because yeah, that but was the, the horrifying. The rule of threes is everywhere in this for this it's evening. It's interesting, yeah. you, know, you know, not always threes ties back to Trinity, everything, mm-hmm. you know, Holy Trinity. So it's crazy. And, you know? and she's such a force now. And now you make me want to talk about that scene. So what does Kevin want to talk about before we can talk yeah. about that? Well, it, well, you know, talking about the threes and Trinity, you know, it was interesting that Roy mentioned God. You know, a higher power. We don't hear a lot of that. No, Nuggies mm-hmm. kind of mocked the church, and then even like Margaret kind of got involved with the church. But then, <laughs> you know, you know. So it was interesting that that got brought back in. And if you remember, I mean, we're all we're so less God fearing now. I think. I think we have our extremes in the Bible Belt, but then I think after that, it's you know, I, I think everyone's in a new age and this and that, or or just atheism, or just not. Or just, but but back then, at that time, it was very much. It was stricter. Yes. Like the words were taken literally. Whether you were Catholic, it wasn't like an application. Protestant. There wasn't like a filter. It was. Right. This is what is written. This is what is said. And this yet is we the haven't, truth. and we haven't heard much of it. And to me, it struck a chord when Roy said, "You know, but God mm-hmm. is going to see what I did." Like she's like, "Don't worry about it. You'll learn to live with it." It was almost as if he was giving her a chance in that one in that one moment. To yeah, to he, say, he set to, her up really well. Yeah, just being like, "Well, you know." If the last chance, God. He, and he gave her, and, it was interesting too, he did, it, it wasn't, it was obviously a front because he was a, a PI, but he had enough of a personal connection to say you're a very courageous woman. He gave her that. That was my question for you guys, like, because we got mm-hmm. to see him give her two compliments, really. Um, the first one was earlier where he was like, you're very brave. I think it was be- right before. He yeah, but you, yeah, I him. think you have to disregard yeah. anything okay. before. So you think because every he's... single thing he ever said to her besides that one line. No, I think, I think the false. general lines about getting off heroin were true because mm-hmm. that was necessary to get her clean. But no, everything has to be dismissed. Everything. Yeah, is of course. Thing. It was all a ruse. But when he said to her, and I just want you to know, you're very, when it was the gig is up, I'm from Pinkett Detective Agency. That part, yeah, he was genuine, and I thought that was interesting. And then getting to the shot of her running down the stairs, that overhead shot, I found it, I don't know why, I found it very horrifying. I found it very upsetting. It's the cycle of her life right there, just one man to another man to another just being tossed back and forth, and and that is just what she has lived in since she was a young girl. That's Mm -hmm. why it's so horrifying. It's all from how she ends up in that final, but they're just... 
I mean, this is it for Jillian, you guys, right? I mean, what, I, why would we ever see her again unless she's brought out to testify against Nucky at some point? I Not to jump too far, but I think we will see more of Roy. But you're right. I think this might be the end of Jillian because we were we were hoping that this life cycle of, of, of pain um, and hardship was going to be broken. And it, it that shot just proved that oh. she's tossed back, at, that nothing has changed. And you got her sober just to go to jail the rest of her life. Like, oh. Uh, like, but I was just like, it's let her painful. kill herself. Like, exactly. And she, but oh goodness. But what makes she you see we're going to see Roy again? Do you, is, uh, because he's a Pinkerton agent, and we have a lot to do with just with law enforcement. And if he's a private detective, you know, we have um, Hoover's um, men, and maybe and I, that I'm was not coming I mean, out this, this episode. Is like, this is that's like spoiler stuff, but. Um, right. But I maybe maybe I, his character just seems so one dimensional, um, and I think Ron Livingston's a really smart actor, and I don't think he's just gonna. I, I think there's more to it for some reason. I just do. I do too. He like they, the best projects, he does. But and, even still, it's, he he got a season, and this is yeah. great for him. I mean, mm-hmm. um, when we'll talk about another actor, Lou Gossett well, I later. Think, yeah. I think it was interesting. one episode, but still amazing. Like, I think you'll still be there because the house was mentioned multiple times. Mm -hmm. The Commodore was brought up multiple times this episode by multiple different scenes. And when they start dropping hints like that, like I'm talking about when um, it comes up in one of Chalky's conversations, the Commodore does, or their dealings with Nucky, they're bringing him back into the audience's focus. They're making us remember him. They're making us remember that he had power and that he had wealth. And he used and to run this group the, of people. He ran the roost. Yes. So I think that they will bring that back. And now Roy has an obvious connection to them. And they don't have a reason, really, to get rid of him yet. Um, so I think he'll still be involved. Before we, you know, let, we'll talk, let, um, let me change up what he said. Let's talk about Gastamines when we get to, to Nucky. Nucky and all Great. that. But stuff. let's talk about switching over to Chalky and his mentor, Oscar. And before we say that, let me say... As someone who is familiar with Lou Gossett's work, um, I actually know his son, but, you know, I know he went into owning a football team, semi-retired, just what an amazing actor. All I could think of is, you know, this guy, I haven't seen much of him, mm-hmm. a major movie star we're talking about with Lou Gossett. Yeah. And to see him just, a lot of actors, when they don't work for a while, you get rust, rusty. And a lot of them that yeah. you, when you see them brought back, they really struggle. And I've worked with um, stars of the past and, you know, and, and getting them back, you, you can see their, their games off. And it's really hard to get them there. And to see this guy waltz into this for one episode and not be Lou Gossett. Now he's playing a blind kind of, you know, broken old man. With um, dementia. With somewhat dementia and yeah. just, to me, was magnificent, his performance. I agree. I mean, he, he was he was phenomenal. I, why? You don't agree, Sarah? What's oh, that no, smile no, no, for? no, no, no. I was just thinking it's just, like, interesting because I, I, in my character description of him, I would have never used the word dementia. Really? But it's true. It's just the reason that I wouldn't see it is because they use it as such a tool. Right. For like, well, he said, I'm, "I'm as old as I'm gonna get." Meaning, this yeah. is as weak as you're going to see me, mm-hmm. which of course foreshadowed his demise. But at yeah. the same time, when I, you know, it's like, okay, so I'm a little blind and I'm a little this, but that's it. That's the li- line yeah, is drawn. I'm just I, in my mind, it's like how they use the fact that he was blind and this other thing about how we have but he these could hear messages better. of hearing better of 
like wisdom not needing the ability to actually see and like what you believe mm-hmm. and what you know and also the fact that how because of his dementia he couldn't really remember daughter's name or understand her and kept calling her blue out. tick yes but how that's a tool like that he's calling her blue tick which is like the name of like his hound's puppy and and also I, and also and something that's a, a, a parasite that yeah. like mm-hmm. sucks the blood out of people and right. reaches off of them so it's like because of all those and all the layers like <gasps> dementia doesn't pop to my head it's true it's mm-hmm. what he was but it's like you get to read so much more through that choice. Mm, I agree. That, so that's why I was smiling because I was like, oh, right, he did have that. It wasn't just <laughs> all these metaphors. My of course, bad. you know, the title show, Harvard to Grace, that's mm-hmm. the, the name of this old rundown. You know, you know it was a plantation at mm-hmm. one point in time. What was really interesting is seeing the plantation at night. It looked as though it was beautiful. And then when the dawn came you saw all of the paint stripped away from it right and what it really was i'm the sure light. there's a tie back to him being blind and there in was the... oh sorry to interrupt you there, no, was, there was a lot of um you know i feel like each episode this season has had a different texture like when we had the birdcage episode mm-hmm. um that was a lot of, of of metals in the background and in this episode when uh there there were several times when you saw that stripped down wood it was it was almost in I want to say threaded through every character scene. It was really strange. I mean, beautiful, but I would just love to to talk to the set designers and and see what the deeper meaning is behind that. You know, what do you feel inspired by? <laughs> well, I want to talk to Terrence Winter because I want to know how much of his say is involved in the production design. You yeah. know, but it's anyway. We talk about it. It's on all levels. Interesting. You know, one of the other things that uh, Oscar says is um, the day comes where everybody runs out of road. Oh, great and line. It's a great yeah. line. We know this in mob life. It always happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you do when you run out of road? It's like you give up and you U-turn or you do start making your own end up path? dead or in jail. I mean, if you – this is a mm-hmm. spoiler, but, you know, mm-hmm. if you yeah. if you read about the history of the real Nucky, if you go into the – I think it's after the war, after World War II, it goes in the 40s or 50s, you know, he ends up, with, you know um, – without his money or his power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. There's not many who Based get... Based off this episode, maybe he'd be happy. Maybe. Maybe he was happy. It was interesting. Well, you know, the way that when I, when I read about it, it seemed like he kind of was. He had a young wife, and he kind of lived with her family, and he was um, kind of a... Um, he was still famous, and, you know, just... But... Anyway, the, the, but the point mm-hmm. is most of the time in this life, you know, whether it's Capone or John Gotti, they all, mm-hmm. it, it, it's dead or in jail or broke. So true. I'm, I want to go back, get back to a little bit of this environment that we've got with Oscar and yeah. Albert and Blue Tick, where they all get renamed in this kind of different world, different society where we've, we haven't seen this. We've seen people be felt like they were above everyone from knowledge when we look at Dr. Mm-hmm. Narcisse. We've seen, and then we've seen Chalky in this world that's been very dominated by, like, Nucky and people who are white, and now he goes back to this, and they're making moonshine, and mm-hmm. they're talking about how we never really had as much money or power as you thought we did, and here... The Commodore had it, which is mm-hmm. interesting. It's, like, it's almost like there's the Commodore and Oscar, and is that... Um, an analogy to Nucky and Chalky. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. It's definitely a comparison. Yeah. And, I mean, 
you get that when he confirms when Oscar's like, oh, what are you getting from Rakyu now? Or what help do you get from him now? And you get to see that they're both kind of in a state of wanting vengeance against the people that they worked for or were helped to gain power from. It's frustrating because Nucky, I mean, Chalky is under the impression that Nucky tried to have him killed. True. Right? Yeah. And if he finds out, does he even think that Nucky did enough? Because Nucky only really tried to call. Did he really go out of his way I don't know. to save him? I mean, we'll get into predictions. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't like when my boys fight. I like Chucky and Nucky, Nucky and Chucky working together. But um, there was also interesting discussion with the with Oscars. Seemed like his nephews or you know his young youngins mm-hmm. um, talking about life in New York, uh, New York City, and how there's vipers up there and lots of sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I still there's a, there's another line from Oscar saying never trust Bruckers and don't trust the Browns either. And again, I know Ebony, she's, she's more schooled on the Ebony. history. I know. Uh, I don't know. I Ebony tried and Mike to look August. up. One of them's going to know We'll them. know what the Bruckers are if, what, if those are white people or, or if Brown is not black, meaning if those are, you know, the part of the culture that's watered down that has white blood, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, I, I don't or know. Or lighter skinned or who yeah, knows. Yeah, I don't know where, where they were going with that. I know with the Checkers game, it was blacks and Browns. They were, you know, that mm-hmm. all came yep, up during that. Was that. Clear. Um, but what we see is Oscar, of course, knew that the girl left. He knew daughter Maitland left and knew that there were men out there because he had the superior hearing. Of course. And this was just such interesting because when they first get to this house, daughter Maitland has these, you know, it seems like she's very in this like dream scenario. Like they've been in this horrible situation, but she goes in thinking that um, the place is going to be a haven of grace, or uh-huh. she says that. And they're talking about the river leading from one thing to the other, and who knows where it can go. And it's very like a, much an image of like freedom. And then she's asking Chalky to kind of get on her page and to stick up for her and to give up his ideas of and his power to just escape. And then finally he gives in and is like, okay, we're leaving into the morning. Mm-hmm. And then she gives up on him and she leaves. It's it does feel like something out of a Tennessee Williams play, doesn't it? Yes. It, it, like it, you, you almost feel like you're you're watching a different show in those scenes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No. I. I. Maybe. Perhaps. She was interested in the club owner, Chalky, and and not the wounded poor. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's 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 not sexy, and that's not full of status. The man that he is right now, he's he's like a lost boy. Mm-hmm. I. F- I also wonder, and, and I should I should just take a stand on this, but I don't know. I feel like plant your feet. No, it could be it could be that, yeah, Bethany. But I, it also could be the fact that she know that knows that that's not real. Mm-hmm. That Chalky's not going to run. That they're not going to set up a new life somewhere else. That she, he she he's an important man in the, his community. He has a wife and children. Yeah. It's just fantasy, and maybe she loved him enough. Like Jillian loved, you know, uh, her grandson enough that she just said, let me get out of here. I'm doing this to your life. I'm making your life miserable. Maybe. I actually like your version better because it threads in with the theme that Sarah was talking about for this episode, which is letting people go. I would like to believe that. That's a a happier ending, but I don't know. Do we think she's gone for good, too? Nope. 
No. I don't think so. No, because Narcisse's dad to her. She, she, and, and she wasn't looking. You think she's going to run back to Narcisse? I think so, because she was never looking for an escape. It's not like oh, she was I, always looking for an escape. She was do she was singing. She was with daddy. Oh, see, I felt like this was her break from identity in this. Like she had these I dreams think she of had freedom. Her moment. She had that but like when she I didn't she even know her. but when she didn't even know her own name? When they talked about right, Dara no. and she and said they, I don't but even she's know through, my name. And like, she's been through that. She's seen the play. She's been so brainwashed. I mean, yeah, I think she goes back and forth, but she's always gone back to this guy because this is all she's known. It's like Jillian's only known that one way of life. This girl, this is all she's known. She's been raised by this guy, and I feel like we know he's beaten her before. And you think... See, part of me thinks, I mean, I always there's said, no the, way. I said there's, that, there's I told too many the songs episode, we had to listen the, to. I told you the episode, <laughs> the episode she doesn't sing was going to be her last and she did not Look sing at, this episode. Wow. And so, so you really say, you think that's it? No more daughter Maitland. I just, unless she comes back and becomes some sort of. Has to come back and die or something. I just think this just too much. She just stirred the pot too much to disappear. Part of me really does think she's gone, though. I don't know. I know you've always been more know. right. You've I always could be wrong. Though. You've always been more right than I have been. For, so. You know, from a writing standpoint, it's a it is a week out. Yeah, but, because but, so much, so many songs. <laughs> just in songs alone. Um, you're such a dude, Kevin. You're like, so many songs, I need a death scene. Yeah, if you're, something. If I have to listen well, to that, no, I'm just it. saying they did so much to build her <laughs> yeah. up now for her just disappearing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe this season. But I don't know. It doesn't seem right to me. Interesting that... Go ahead. Say what you going to say. I, I think I'll have to see more about what plays out between Dr. Narcisse okay. and Nucky's... I mean, not Nucky's, Chalky's daughter. I know there's a lot more. Yeah. Well, Oscar's boys all stepped up. I think Chalky's got some future soldiers. And he said, you know, he was wrong about me. You know, because the guy, he said, I'm not afraid of anybody. Remember? Just out of nowhere mm-hmm. he said that. Like He was yeah. looking to step up. Uh, scrapper is what they call him. Is I that it? So. Is, did I well, get there's that two right? of them, but yeah. And yeah. by the way, they they really handled their we, business. Yeah, I mean, you know, very calm, very, very calm. calm. And the other guys were scared. The other guys were suit and tie guys, and you you thought like they were more trained hitmen. And mm-hmm. I was going to say like the I felt like they're very much like Chalky. I mean, they've raised obviously by the same mentor mm-hmm. in a way, and. As, like, when they were standing kind of as a force on the edge of that forest, all three of them, like, in solidarity and in quiet, there was no one, like, sticking out as, like, not cohesive. Like, I could see them operating as a team Mm -hmm. because they have these similarities. They have the same background. Same roots, and and, and they're already running moonshine in numbers, so they're they're raw, but... They're on the right track. If you know, not, not, <laughs> that's so, your path and that's what you want, they're oh, they're making steps. Um, yeah. Anyway, Eli and Knox. Is that uh, what is that what we're going to refer to him as Knox? Uh, or um, yeah. J M. Whatever, Jim, uh, whatever Jimmy. I, I feel like Knox no, is easy. Jimmy. That's not right. I feel like Agent Knox for now. Let's we'll go with Agent Knox. People get too many names. I'm getting confused, guys. Eli is setting something up pretty good. He's pinning it all on Dr. Narcisse, as well as Lucky and... Masseria. Masseria and all them. This totally threw me for a loop. Like, I was really happy because I feel like I'm always, like, thinking about, like, where's where's this going to go? Who's, right. who's playing who? Who's in charge? And in this first conversation with 
Eli and Knox at the, at the, at the diner again, because they seem to love to meet in diners or something. Um, I thought that he had really let Nucky in. And I was like, oh, he's going to pin it on Dr. Narcisse. And Eli and Nucky are in a plan together. And there's brotherly love going to get Knox and Narcisse to destroy each other. And then later, it gets revealed that Eli was really doing this on his own, completely betraying Nucky. Is he, though? Is he? Or or does he just not, you know, want his brother to worry at all? Or is he just just trying to keep his... It's quiet as think possible, he's very, so it doesn't get messed up. I think he's very frustrated. He's yeah. trying to. He's try. Listen, we know he's not Nucky, but like, we nu- are learning that he's under learning to understand Nucky well. In the past, he's been. There's been times where he's been kind of naive, and this one where he right. mentioned. But naive. But remember, it it was. He, Eli, that when he got back involved with Nucky last year, he said, listen, no, 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 can we talk? Remember that famous scene on the boardwalk? He's been growing. He said, can we talk? And and he's the one that spelled everything out. This is what's Mm -hmm. going on. These are who your enemies are. Like, he he knew. So he's, I mean, he's always been sharp, but he's he's just weaker, Sarah. He's weaker with the booze. He also, he's weaker, this is going to sound, take this the right way, he's weaker with his family, meaning because he loves his family, he wants them to be raised oh, yeah. well, and that's weakness in that world. Like you know, One of the reasons why Nucky is your worst nightmare is he's got no attachments. The less attachments you have, the more powerful you are because the less vulnerable you are. Why is Knox able to get to Eli? Because unless, of Willie. Unless you get rid of someone's family, like in Capone's situation, and then people just go crazy because they got nothing. Well, that's, and then, right, and that's why it's, listen, that's why mm-hmm. companies, you know, no one knows this, but they love, they'll never say this, but they love when you have wife and children because they know they can control you. A lot of corporations, because they know, like, you're depending on them. Mm-hmm. They hate guys like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But seriously, no, but they do. But when you have wife and children, they love it because they can control you. So he's he's weaker involved, but he's no le- he's he's smart, but he's just not nucky. So in other words, it's like to me, it would be going against um a jack rather than a king, you know, and, and on a chessboard, it's a bishop against a queen. It's, it's, he's, he's not as powerful as Nucky. He's doing his best to me. He's doing his best to, to Nucky this, meaning I'm going to find a way to first and foremost save my son. Then I'm going to save my brother. And he admits like, but he admitted in that scene, which I was glad that you, come on, Nucky did save. Willie kept Willie out of jail. I know, but the other Eli was always angry at Nucky for everything and blaming Nucky on this and for everything. And he didn't. And I was glad to that. I think he's trying to find a way out. It's just he's not Nucky. He's not going to be able to. Do, he's not going to mm-hmm. be able to um, outplay Knox. It's only going to be Nucky True. that I can do that. To, I just want to give the nod to the fact that I feel like he is really growing. And I mean, for instance, like he talks about how Nucky never wants peace. That's something. But he's always known. But my brother, he's always known who Nucky is. I, I don't see. I don't necessarily see, I see the don't growth. Agree with I feel that. like I he. I don't agree with that. I feel like he hasn't always known who Nucky is. Maybe, maybe last season. Maybe once he got out of jail, but not before he got himself into that situation and was a hothead and thought that he could do it better than his brother. In seasons one, okay, so he grew two. in that like, respect. He grew yeah. in that respect, knowing. So we think, or do, or, or did he just put that aside? Until he remember that both of them were at the heads of the table at the mm-hmm. dinner, so it's not that he might not have outgrown that. He might say to himself, "Okay, it's better for now. 
I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, I love Eli. I think he, he's really smart. I'm saying he's one step short of being Nucky, and I think in that scene, he's mm-hmm. trying to to he's trying his best to handle Knox. Yeah. And by the end of it, you see the frustration on his face because Knox goes right back at him and says. You know, your son and, and, and my little boy, my little nerd that I love is going to spill on him, is going to spill the beans on, uh, on, on Willie. So let's look at him though through the, the, the last four seasons. In the first season, Eli was, um, he was the, the police captain and he was strong, like he was strong, but he was very frustrated, like you said, and, and had had it with his brother. So we see like the, the, the angst. Sibling there, rivalry. All of that. Right. Second season, he actually tries to off his brother mm-hmm. and get rid of them, right. but feels a little guilt. Third season, he's, um, like kind of, uh, What's the what's what's the word? Broken. I mean, he was broken broken. in in service to his brother. That's why he needed the brother back. Needed him back. Right. And so now that we're in the fourth season, yeah, you're right. He's done so much growing, Sarah. I think there's only one way for him to go, and that is to defend his family and his, including his brother, till the death. I think. And if anyone's going down, uh, it's Eli. But, I, I but hope you're right, but then no, no. But then I I hope you're right, but then we see him with. Nucky, and he's like, you, he's a, he's encouraging this meeting. Mm-hmm. So why is he encouraging this meeting? I think to save his brother and to put it on Narcisse. I know it feels you, weird. Do you think it will say, yeah? Yeah, I, I do. I think his intention right now is to save Willie. To save Willie. First and foremost. I think that they're setting it up in a way that we know that Dr. Narcisse was already kind of pitted as a head. Mm-hmm. And I think he hasn't learned to spin it that way yet. Yeah. I think he will learn to spin it that way. But I don't think he's So what's his intention right now? Yet. It's just to save Willie. Yes. Right now? Because or else he wouldn't have been so mad and so furious and so much of a firecracker as soon as June started bringing up well, that okay. he was wrong. So let's talk about... If you're if you're thinking about oh, ways you when, can save when he, someone... Talking about the insurance agent, right? When they're, yeah, they're so having they're dinner. talking about Knox. Yeah. And they're talking about Knox. And he's like, don't bring it up. But he, it's not because he's being made fun of. It's really because he doesn't. She's letting the talk. cat out of the bag. Yes, and she's bringing Nucky into. And Nucky's awareness. so sharp. Wait, wait. He's guy's he's so good that he just gets it. He, he knows gets exactly it. who he's talking. He's about. like, wait, why are you? Why are you getting so angry? And why are you shutting her up? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, this is something. And he catches the description. Wait. Who's the, what was it, like cherub face or something mm-hmm, like that? Like mm-hmm. he caught, he caught all of it, which is why you're right. Eli's not at the level Nucky's at. But I also don't think he's ready to really be stepping up for Nucky because if he was, that re- reveal wouldn't bother him as much because he would have an excuse out of it. Right. Like, oh, I'm trying to handle this on my which own. Which again shows the lack of growth to... because this, he's always been the, the jealous, angry younger saying, brother. When you say growth, it's a process. I'm not saying that he is. I mean, they have all listen. They've all grown. Nucky's grown, or they've changed. The characters have arced. Mm-hmm. But change I, is different than growth, right? So you're saying growth. That's and I think he is growing. I think he has grown. I do not think that he has reached adulthood. Um, or well, he's obviously an adult. But I, I yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I th- Kevin just doesn't agree with me. I don't. Well, I think I know. He's he's arced. He's changed. Um, but I guess I can't give him growth because if, if he, if I, I'd give him growth if I knew he could handle Knox. Well, Nucky believes in him a little bit. He does, but he. Okay. He, they, they had a, that 
For, well, before we get to their final exchange, let's talk about the exchange he has with, with Willie. Oh, hang okay. on. And it really, I love the fact that end of the day, that's still Willie's father. Mm-hmm. And so he's pinning him down about this insurance guy. And uh, Willie won't budge. And at first he seems innocent. And then he says, you know, you and I, we had a deal. And Willie won't sell the dad out. And Willie gets very angry. You see the way he flicked the cigarette away when he walked up to the mom? He was pissed. I thought it was cool. I think it's great that the I don't, you know. I totally read that different. Okay. Which, how'd I, you read it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Kev, but what are you? Oh, um, yeah. when he, I thought he was just like in trouble from, from being out there smoking with him, which is why he like flicked no, it but so he, fast. No, but he could have stayed, but he didn't. He could have said, you know, he could have stayed. Oh, yeah, I with, think he wanted out of the conversation. I, think, no, I didn't but, read it as angry. I think he was angry, and I think that last look to Nucky as he drove away later on, you know, and the look Nucky gives him back. Mm hmm. Which is, you know, he has this friendly conversation with Eli, but then he's really looking them all up and down and sizing them up. And you just see a look from Willie. He's like scared, like, oh, boy, wait, I thought we were one big happy family. Uh, okay, uncle, who do I pick, dad or Uncle Nucky? And I feel like he's picking his dad. And I, that's why I think it's great that Willie's not yet fully corrupted. Yeah, I mean. Um, but I think that's what that was about. That's why I think he walked he walked away. Mm-hmm. He didn't give Nucky any more information. That's true. And I think he was I think he was he was uh, he was angry about it. I I I agree with the fact that he didn't give obviously wasn't willing to give the information. I didn't read it as anger, but that was just me. Um, I was going to bring up. Did you have something? To say no, on I I just thought you know the the angst and the anger was coming from his father putting him in that position. Like really, did you, Dad? Did you have to talk to Knox? Like, why? What, like, what are you getting like, yourself what, involved yeah, what in? Are you, and why don't I know more about this? And and because A he because he doesn't anger. have more information about it, he's he's not going to say anything. He Will's Will, Will's a smart boy. And when, yep. once he has all of the information, then he'll feel comfortable telling his uncle. But until that point, he's not going to rat out his dad, mm-hmm. which is why you end up loving this family so much. True, and then. And be, their strong family is kind mm-hmm. of what I think is supporting where Nucky's head's at. Yeah. And I thought his relationship with Eli and with the rest of his family was very interesting in this episode. From the fact that he's inviting them into his turf, which is hilarious. Um, the albatross. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. With the beach it. and the cards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how you want to go to the beach yep. with full bodyguards. <laughs> you know, the cinematography when they were out on the porch... Uh, watch the, if you guys watch it again, but you'll see Nucky and Chalky, the rear shot, they're far apart. They're separated by a couple of pillars. And then. Nucky and Eli? Nucky and Eli, excuse me. Okay. Sorry. And then, uh, Nucky and Eli, and the next shot is Nucky mm-hmm. gets right next to him. And. It's beautiful. And, know. and it was, I was so fascinated by this because how they end that conversation is with Nucky saying, well, something along the lines like, you have to be ready. And this whole time, we've kind of been groomed to see his Nucky and Willie's relationship being nurtured. And in a way, it's like, well, maybe he'll take on the sun role. But to see the wheels in Nucky's heads turning as, well, I am giving and teaching Willie the progression is still Eli first. Eli's next. And then at the end, have that completely he know he knows what's going on it's been revealed to him that this 
problem is probably in his brother, and he's giving up. He gives up and gives into the plan that he's going to meet for this. In the background, you see this for sale sign. He's giving up his position. He's giving up his power. He's walking away, and I think that that comes from a love and a want that maybe this could be better. This could be the silver lining or the good. They could from see. Nucky. What are you, you saying? saying? Nucky wants it to be better. I mean, it's, it's I think Nucky that- was willing to give up and give in to Eli's plan, right? Because of a love for Eli and for. Really Eli's or do you th- oh, really or do you th- just looking at that last look where he sides him up? Don't you think it's because he is the better chess player and that he knows that something's up with that insurance salesman? Oh, I definitely think, and he that knows he's like, up. let's it's and then the call from Gaston means. I no, I definitely think he knows something up. But then two conversations later, you hear him talk to Sally on the phone and say, "I'm out," and say, "I want to get out." I want to get out. That's the whole thing. Is that he knows there's a there's a yeah. you know the mm-hmm. writing's on the wall, right? There's a, there's the writing's on the wall, mm-hmm. and being nucky, he knows it's when to when to hold, when to fold, right? And he's he, and when to play and, and when to right, play. and so he knows I'm out. Yeah. What? What, right, I was going to play guitar for you in that moment. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I think I is that he knows okay. he f- being nucky between Gaston means warning. Which, by the way, it, we Sweden talked about Gaston means just very briefly. It was the Capitol Police get him. It was kind of fun to watch him finally get his a little bit. What did he say? We're lying about this visage of thuggies. Like I don't. <laughs> and like, what, what was wrong with my testimony? Oh, basically. All of it. Because everything you say is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't one problem. There wasn't one corrupt moment. His dialogue is just just so much fun. It's, yeah, I I hope we get to see him on trial. And I I hope we get some good guest and means monologues because I I, I don't want him to go just yet. He's too much fun. Against, you know, spoiler. So close your your ears. But I, and it's not, listen, this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but I hear that. He's just kind of a weasel throughout history. Okay. Like he's always yeah. just there being oh, a weasel. That's not a spoiler, Kevin. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if he actually he's, gets he's to been come a up and. this whole time. There's, yeah. there's nothing new. Yeah. Is he always safe. finds a way out. So, yeah. it's, so it's interesting. I know, Sarah, was that your. Sarah's looking at her, her After Buzz mug, which has a big lipstick. Like, this is not my color. Drink, Show Steven. I, Steven. I think I drank. I don't Show no, Steven in the booth. No, no, I didn't drink it. Steven. Hey, Steven. Pop your head up, Steven. Is that you? There you are now. See that? I'm supposed to do this to you. That's we don't we never want to see that. Okay, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah. Um, yeah, that's not my. Well, we see sorry. Nucky pull out with say to Sally, "I want out." Um, and we see that this is we see with predictions, which we'll get into. I don't. Do you have catches the week? I do. I do have Mike right. August's catches of the week. Let's from hear some White House. Unless White, unless anything uh, left for tonight's episode. Um, I just want to say thank you to a couple of our fans uh, oh, on there on YouTube. Uh, uh, Remus0387, Sparkle Clover, um, Southern Mind, and Mikey Snatch610. Mikey Snatch, baby. Thank you so much for, for, for writing in and making comments. We read all of them, and we just appreciate it so much. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We're getting more YouTube comments. We used to get tons of iTunes ones. Now we're getting more YouTube. But we love either one. Um, do us a favor, go on iTunes and, and, and rate and comment as well. Uh, every bit helps. And, uh, and we, we definitely take your comments to heart. It really helps our show as well. 
I had one more thing before I skip over to Mike August catches. Mike August catches. Gosh, that was hard to say for some reason. Um, was the fact that or a repetitive line that we got from Chalky and Oscar's environment was this was the natural fact. Or they they mentioned nature and the natural order of things a few times. And I just thought it was an interesting contrast to what we've seen from Narcisse in his environment. It's not really about nature. It's about intelligence and what you learn, not just the way things are. Um, but so let me just read a couple of these from last week. These are from White Horse Pike, everybody. Um, let's just get down to... There was a reference to the thief of Baghdad. Um, this story um, is about a thief who falls in love with a, the daughter. Um, and the thief being... In the reference, it ties into the thief being Chalky and the daughter being Daughter Maitland, of course. Um, there's another brilliant tie into the episode. And the film version happens to have a flying white horse in it. So just the interesting thing of not only the layers of the daughter and of, of the portrayal and all that, but also of just the horse white in general. And white and being it's white. great. Yeah. Um, AR, white horse pipe. we talked a little about beverages last week yeah. and the prominence of them in the show. Rothstein was specifically served milk twice in episodes. This is a common drink for people who have ulcers. Right. This could he. We've noticed that he's been having some issues. He's always ulcers white. Come from no, stress. he he looks very ill. Stressed, financial woes. This being also just a physical thing to him is very interesting. Um, Ralphie referred to O'Banion's murder as his retirement party. Um, this could be a reason why Toriel was offended by Al talking about his upcoming retirement. Right. The fact that it's so recently been tied mm-hmm. into murder. Maybe that's even another layer to that. Um, finally, let's just go down to Dr. Narcisse also said, Why must it be the daughters who must suffer? This is supposed to carry the subtext that he is going to kill daughter Maitland. Who knows? Uh, um, and, oh, I do have one more lastly. Go on. This, um, lastly, Mike says, Mike, I would like to sh- the show to display Capone's generous side. We talked about a little bit, maybe he has um, a history of cocaine. There is an article from an old New York Times, which we do have a link to. But um, he, one of his generous things was he was known for opening the first soup kitchen in Chicago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, he wanted to make sure everyone homeless or jobless in the city had a hot meal. So we have focused a lot about all of his shortcomings and anger and bursts and right. whatever. But there's other sides to these people. So. Absolutely. Well, uh, listen, a lot of them think that those good deeds balance off the bad ones. And then they're, this is one of the reasons why they were able to uh, avoid criminal prosecution because they had a lot of fans and people who believed in them. Um, that whole Robin Hood thing goes back very far. If you go even further behind them, all of the bank robbers before them, Dillinger, all of them, Jesse James, they all had this kind of side to them where they took care of the poor people or, you know, and, and Ebony was saying this with, you know, members of the black community that will make money off of drug dealing, but then they, you know, they give away turkeys and, mm-hmm. and, and food during the holidays. Um, it's, we've seen this throughout history. So yes, that's, uh, that's Mr. Capone. Yeah. So. Mike just wants to see that in the show, and I agree. I think that would, that would be a fun element to add. Yeah, the good yeah. side of these. Yeah, he's been people. pretty bad this season. Yes. There well, I, I saw the good qualities. side with his son. 
Remember when he he was sweet with that his son? That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, it was it <laughs> was, was in fact a long time ago. Quick, we have, uh, Homeland's coming yeah. in. Oh, Let's go to predictions. Okay. Sorry, guys. Oh, predictions so hard. So we season see finale. season finale. Um, we see Nucky and Richard, mm-hmm. you know, Richard's like, you know, whatever you mm-hmm. need me to do. So I love it. We know we've got our the number guns one. Guns are coming out next week. Guns are coming out. Um, we've got, I saw Hoover. Obviously we have Knox. We have Knox and Eli. We have Chalky and what looked like a sweater or a And a small hat. Something. Well, it looked like yeah. an exchange between Chalky and Nucky in a, where they're, they're going at each Violence. other, right? And and probably Chalky's trying. Nucky's trying to explain himself. Um, well, I have Jillian. Do you think that they're going to? Okay, so this is the thing. We only see about half the characters each episode, and in this episode, they kind of got rid of two people. Um, it's very easy for them not to show Jillian next week, and it's very easy for them not to show Daughter Maitland next yeah, week. I don't think, and I think that's them. so they can cram everyone else together. They're mm-hmm. going to bring back these people that they've. We have, have Chicago. Had. Yeah, we got yeah. Compone next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah. I, I feel I like think the boys I've, are coming out with their guns next. Okay, week. Okay, but I also feel like there's going to be a lot of loose ends for next season because where's Margaret? Where's Rothstein? Where's Lucky? Where's Masseria? I mean, they may be here. I didn't see them. Even though I saw them tonight's promo, I thought we would see Masseria and them. We spoke about them, but we didn't see them. And we're going to see, obviously, we're going to see Narcisse. Yeah, and I'd be very surprised. I mean, we talk a little bit about the meeting that Eli's going to set up. I don't think he's going to get to it by next week. Oh, wait, so you don't think next week they'll have the meeting next week? I don't know if they're going to be able to fit it in. Wow. Okay. Unless it's the final scene. Okay, Bethany, where do we find you? You can find me at, at Bethany with an IE on Instagram or at Twitter. Very nice. I'm at Undergaro and I, I, I'm trying to do more on social media and uh, Instagram and yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, at AfterBuzz TV, obviously, info at AfterBuzz TV. If you want to send us emails, please rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. And please, everyone, request that Sarah Stretton join social media. I have another place people can find me. Where? Anatomy of a Movie. That's right. Another podcast. Yeah, no, you're really good at that one. Yeah, Anatomy of a Movie. That's right. What do you guys do over there? Oh, we just, we do similar to Boardwalk, but we take on full films. So you break down every part of the film. Yeah, and we go into like who makes it, how it's created, all sorts of stuff. Very, very very cool. All right, we will check that out. Sarah Stratton with Anatomy of a Movie. All right, uh, Stephen, thank you very much. Everyone, we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. At Sarah Stratton. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 